0: When we believe the word of God, whether it's a scripture or a concept, we are filled with joy and peace and hope. There are thousands upon thousands of great promises of God for us in the Bible. In Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4, we read, whereby are given unto us Exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be able to partake of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. When the Holy Spirit of God reminds us of a scripture of one of these promises of God, In the situation of this present life that we are living in, we can focus on that promise and as we believe what God has told us, we do have joy and peace and we live above the troubles of this world because we know the God who created this world is far greater than the problems of this world. We put our hope in God. The church is built upon that word which God reveals to us in the promises, in the problems that we have in this life. Promises of God in the problems that we have in this life. We stand upon that word, the word that comes to us from God by his spirit. Therein is our peace. If we think about the promises of God, how do we know these things will happen? We know because the Bible tells us this. And we know that the Bible is the inspired word of God. We have it in us to understand that we who belong to God. So as we think upon these things, we are transformed continually into the image of Christ because we have in us the Word of God. Start with First Thessalonians 4. God promises, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, That you sorrow not even as others who have no hope. We see people at graveyards where there are funerals and they carry on and they sorrow as if there is no hope. But we're not like that. We know what is to come because we believe in God and we have hope of the resurrection through God. Verse 14, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus die in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not precede them which are, us which are dead which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, why do we meet the Lord in the air? One time, God got my attention to these words, in the air, and I knew they were in a scripture. And I went to 1 Thessalonians 4 and found them. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We're going to be in the air because our kingdom is not this world as we know it today. This earth. That's not where we're going to be living with Jesus through all eternity. For God has prepared for us a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. And there will only be righteousness in the new heaven and the new earth. First we're changed into our spiritual bodies before we are taken into the new heaven and the new earth. We are given new spiritual bodies. As the dead arise, I believe they're given new spiritual bodies. As we, who are living, are taken off this earth, we're given new spiritual bodies. We know this because we read it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul says, As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. In other words, we shall not all die. When Jesus returns, many will be already dead. I mean, we have Paul who's already dead, Moses who's already dead, David, who's already dead, our ancestors who are already dead. And they are in graves, but they're all going to be raised from the dead. They're sleeping right now. But we shall not all sleep, says Paul, but we shall all be changed. There will be people alive on this earth who belong to God when Jesus returns. He will first raise the dead in Christ. And give them the new bodies. Then we who are alive on this earth shall be changed into the new spiritual body. We will rise to meet Jesus and the others in the air. And Paul says, In a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed if you blink your eye that's how fast it will happen blink your eye you're not going to have time to plan anything that will happen so fast in the twinkling of an eye says Paul then we will be taken to the new heaven and the new earth Wherein dwelleth righteousness and only righteousness, for you will not be able to make this present earth righteous. But in the new earth, which is prepared by God for all who are righteous, and everyone in the new heaven and the new earth will be righteous. Revelation 21, the Apostle John says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth, that's where we live right now, were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great Voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, God will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, God's people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. Now, how can it be that there will be no more death? We already know the answer to that. Our new spiritual bodies will be like the angels. Therefore, these bodies, the new bodies, will not be subject to death. They're not like the old body, which is subject to corruption, meaning to death. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, Neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. Why? The new spiritual body will not be subject to the emotions of the old body, which has crying and sorrow. And there will not be any more pain because we won't have this flesh that causes us to have pain. For the former things are all passed away. We'll be in the new spiritual body. Verse 5, And he, God, that sat upon the throne, said, Behold, I make all things new. There will be no unrighteousness in the new heaven and the new earth, the new Jerusalem. Revelation 22, Jesus says, And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Now this is, I am Alpha and Omega. This is Jesus the Word. The Word was there in the beginning with God and all things were created by the Word. And at the end, all the Word will be there, and everything is created by the Word, Jesus. In the middle, a man came to this earth, born of God, born of a virgin, and he was called Jesus. But the Word is the real key. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, Blessed are they that do God's commandments, that they may have a right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers, and whoremongers, and murderers, and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. For they are children of the devil. Because they love and make a lie. They can't tell the truth because there's no truth in them because their father is the devil and he has no truth in him. Those who are, have God for the father love his commandments and do them. The other people love and make a lie because they are children of the devil. In the end, God will destroy this present heaven and earth by fire. Second Peter 3 But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. Now we here on this earth, as long as God keeps us on this earth, I am fully persuaded he will provide all that we need. I come across people from time to time who do not understand this concept. I come across ministers frequently who do not understand this concept. They hope that I will provide their need. Therefore, they say things to me like, pray that God will provide us a computer. They are telling me their need, hoping that I will give them a computer. They are looking to me to be their God. Why not just pray privately that God will give you a computer if you need a computer and then trust in him instead of having to tell another person? Well, it's because they don't trust in God. They don't believe God will provide all their needs. And those will be the ones that will not be in heaven because they don't believe in God. But we who are of God trust in God. We pray in our closets, shutting the door. We're not praying in front of the world to men hoping they will give us something. We pray to God in secret, and Jesus says, we will be rewarded in secret. These other people pray hoping that they will give them something. They're hoping their hope is in men and not in God. But we live on this earth trusting in God when we belong to God and when we believe the promises of God. And we live above this world by focusing on the promises of God, keeping those before us day and night, making ourselves believe in the promises of God, digging a deep root system by the Holy Bible, which we know to be the Word of God. We believe that. Some of the preachers, many of the preachers, don't even believe that. Because if they believed it, they wouldn't be asking you to provide their needs. They would know the scripture which, where Paul says, My God shall provide all your needs. Philippians chapter 4. They would do the scripture in Philippians chapter 4 if they believed in God. 4 verse 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. How many times do you see preachers and individuals in the churches letting their requests be made known unto you? They say that, pray that God will sell my house. Pray that God will do this or that. They not only tell you to pray, they tell you what to pray. They don't believe in God. They want that thing and they don't believe in God and they haven't been able to get it. Either they're praying by their own lust or it's not the will of God for them. You don't want to be joined with these people. You pray in secret and God will reward you openly. Matthew chapter 6 But we have our hope in God, and our belief in the Word of God. And therefore, we overcome on this earth by believing in what the Scriptures say, in the promises of God, and we trust in God, and we overcome. In Revelation chapter 3, Jesus says, Him that overcomes, I will not blot his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before God and his angels. There will be people whose name will be blotted out of the book of life because they did not overcome through God. They trusted in man more than they trusted in God. Many people in churches are that way. Many of the ministers are that way. They do not see how God can provide their need. So they tell you what they need, hoping you will provide their need. When you come across that person who tells you, pray for me, I need such and such. Pray that God will give me such and such. When you come across that person, flee from him, because he's trying to make you his God, and he will continually... Drain you, vex you, he will continually be a thorn in your side and a prick in your eye. And there's only one way to handle this. Depart from it. And make your life with the believers who turn to God and really believe the scriptures. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.